Hello and welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay and I'm your host Craig Wells and we're just having another great day today. Of course I want to shout out to all my Coffee and the Cosmos family and friends from around the world. Merry Christmas and I'm declaring and decreeing that you will have a happy, glorious new year. Now, whether you're a traditionalist and actually celebrates Christmas or you're a nonconformist and don't celebrate Christmas, I am one of those that, uh, just to tell you the truth, I uh, look for a reason to have a good time, so I have a good time. And so, therefore, don't hold it against me. Uh, I believe that we do not serve or honor the Gregorian calendar or any calendar of the earth any longer. We follow the calendar of heaven out of the throne room of Yahweh. And as a son or a daughter of Yahweh, the Most High God, we rule and reign in the earth and we rule and reign in heavenly places. And it just so happens that this is a day that they mark to honor Christ. So I'm not going to try to dispute that or that that's not the right date or all the religious things that we can do to try to go against something. But it's a great time for my family to get together. It's a great time for us to remember the birth of my King, my Savior, my Redeemer, the open portal of heaven joining back from under the law of sin and death to no more longer under the law of sin and death. So what a glorious day to celebrate with your family and with your children. Whether you're doing it in a traditional way or a nonconformist way, Jesus Christ, Yeshua the Christ, is Lord of Lords and King of Kings. I want to read something out of the Word, very familiar to you. Mary was having this baby, and the baby was conceived by Holy Spirit. Now, she has never been with a man, nor she has touched a man, and her husband was so faithful and honoring of the Word of the Lord, it says that he didn't even touch her until after the birth of Yeshua. And so here is a pure, holy vessel of God carrying the very son of Elohim, the Christ child, inside of her. So let's, let's talk about that just for a moment. I want to go to the Word. I'm going to Luke chapter 2, very familiar. So let's do this real quick. And it says, verse 6, While they were there, the days accomplished that she would be delivered. Means that she didn't carry him the full term. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now, you know, there's so much that you could minister about this, but I don't want to go on all those points. I just want to think about it for a moment. If you could imagine it in your mind, here's this woman somewhat excited and somewhat frightened at the same time. She's the only human being that she's ever met that got pregnant without having sexual relationships with a man. So could you imagine what she was going through? Now she's bringing forth because an angel told her that she was going to bring forth the Son of God. Can you imagine what she's thinking? The fullness of the purpose of carrying the Son of God? And then she's carrying the Son of God, and she doesn't get to go born him in something that he's worthy of, in a castle or a throne room. They could not even find a holiday inn. 
which by the way, Holiday Inn's a good movie if you want to watch it during Christmas time. All right, but they couldn't find, that's an older movie too, pretty good movie, you can find it on your uh, internet. Okay, or White Christmas, that was another one of my mother's favorite movies. Uh, I mean, I know Jesus and them didn't have no time to watch movies. They didn't have that in that day, but it just brought that back to my mind. So let's go back to the message. It says here that there was no room in the inn. Now, there's a million sermons that have been preached about that, but I don't want to focus on that right now. I feel to focus on Mary. And that's really not what I felt when I first started this. I wanted to focus on Jesus, Yeshua, the Christ, our Savior, but for a moment, God's telling me right now, focus on Mary, for she was the one that was carrying the fullness of the purpose. Oh, this is really good. This is really good. Now, listen to this. This goes all the way back to X amount of months ago. Timothy Benz, Apostle Timothy Benz, came into my life. I heard of him through some friends of ours, but I never met him before. I never sought him out before. But he accidentally, on purpose, winded up on my doorstep a few months ago. And so he came back about two months later and began to, uh, uh, spontaneous, accidentally again, on my doorstep and began to share with me uh, about Abraham and Sarah. And God's reminding me of this right now. We know that Abraham, the promise of God was to Abraham that he would be a father of many nations. We even call Abraham the father of many nations because he's the father of Israel. He brought forth the promise, correct? Now, that's a whole other story in itself, but I want want you to focus on this for a second. But what Timothy Ben started talking to me, we were actually talking about marriage. And he started telling me how that the covenant that was set by God to Abraham to be the father of many nations was also a covenant to Sarah or Sarai. And that that same anointing, same glory, same purpose, same promise, same gateway of heaven that God walked with Abraham was available. Not only available, should have been put on Sarah right away because you know what? He might have been the man of God with the promise but the wife was the one that had to conceive the child. She's the one that had to hold the promise and bring the promise into fruition. For without her, there was no bringing the promise into fruition. Without God doing another creative miracle like he did with Jesus. But we know that's not how it worked out. It came through Sarah and Isaac was born. Now, want you get this in your spirit. That God born this child through a covenant, that through a man. Now I want to think about this for a second. Yeshua came to the promise of earth to be the son of God as the son of God, the divine nature of God inside of man. And now Mary is carrying the divine nature of the deity of Christ to bring salvation into the earth. Now I want to go step one more further. You. What divine nature of God have you been sent to carry, to bring forth into the earth and the born to birth a nation, to birth salvation, to birth a mystery, to birth a promise, 
to birth a divine idea, a witty invention, to divert, to, to, to birth an idea, to, to, to birth a child, to birth a business, to birth a relationship, to birth, think about it, all these things God put in us in the divine nature. So I, I, look, I'm not taking nothing away from my Savior, Jesus, but for a moment, God's saying, look unto Mary. Because Mary walked before God pure and holy and was gifted to carry such a promise. Now, because of the blood covenant of Yeshua, we are all Marys. We are all vessels that are able to carry the divine nature of God and the divine scroll of God and the divine purpose of God to the earth. Now, Mary, let's go a little bit here. She brought forth her firstborn son. Now, we're talking about King Jesus. And wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. Now, the manger is something that's used for animals, folks. This wasn't used for a king. This wasn't used for a baby. Because there was no room at the end. So the process of getting your purpose birthed out of you and the reception. Oh, come on. Get this in your spirit. The reception of your purpose. She was receiving the King of Kings and Lord of Lords and Lord of Glory. But the earth did not receive it with celebration. So you may be carrying a promise that no one even recognizes. You might even be being pushed out by other people saying, we ain't got room for you. We don't have room for your ideas. We don't have room for your vision. We don't have room for your thoughts. And you may have to go birth that promise in the barnyard, in a manger, next to the goats and the cattle. Instead of where you'd like to birth it, in the palace or with Donald Trump's money, or Elon Musk's money, or somebody else's money, something great happening to you like we'd all like to have. Everyone behind us, everyone striking hands. But no one striking hands with Mary other than her husband that had to walk out in the natural. What the world is really going on here? What kind of fears and doubts you think went through his mind? We read it. Because we're seeing hindsight, which is 2020. Here's a man that's marrying a woman that's pure. And she says, I'm pregnant by God. Could you imagine what he went through? And yeah, and what is his name? You know what I'm saying? I hear what you're telling me. But what is his name? I don't know anyone having babies without having a man in their life. But an angel of the Lord had to go send to him and said, that child is from holy God. So just because it's a call of God. Just because it's the divine nature doesn't mean it's going to be celebrated by the earth or your friends. It may not be celebrated by your parents. It may not be celebrated by your children. It may not be celebrated by your, your neighbors. It won't be celebrated by other people. But you are hearing the word of the Lord and doing the word of the Lord. And you're carrying the divine nature of God to the earth. Now this ain't quite the Christmas story. But this is what God is saying to you. We carry the divine nature of God at all costs. Mary and Joseph carried the divine nature of God at all costs. So since there was no room, the promise was born in the lowest of esteem. To think about it, out in the barnyard. That's where the promise was born. Your promise may be being born in a secret place that no one even notices, no one even cares, or maybe they're even rejecting your promise. You ever get a promise from God, go do something, and people go, oh no, oh no, oh no. Well, guess what? That's what they did. 
the son of God was about to be born and the innkeeper didn't have enough wisdom to say, come in and take my best presidential suite. No, no, we have no room for you. We too busy. You ain't nothing but Mary and Joseph. We don't know if God's telling you that. But they knew. And so they went and brought a child. So let's go a little further. What happens when you obey God? And she brought forth her firstborn son. And there were in the country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over the flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came to them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were even afraid. It had so much of the glory. And the angel of the Lord said, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you this day in the city of the David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord, is born. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the baby wrapped in swathing clothes, lying in the manger. Well, why didn't God go ahead and set up presidents that they had a suite at the Hilton or the Carlton Ritz or whatever, some fancy hotel? No. Promise comes by faith, not by people's agreement. Promise comes by obedience, not by the world applauding you. Promise comes by trust, not by the underlying thoughts of imaginations of those that are watching. For who would think that the angel of the Lord would come and say, in the manger, uh, you know, three cows and two dogs down next to the horses? That's where the king of kings is born. Let's bring this to reality. But they heard the angels and suddenly there was an angel and a multitude of the heavenly host praising Elohim and saying, glory to Yahweh in the highest and on earth, shalom, good will toward man. Now we've always taken that in the natural realm as if it was a salutation, as if God was saying, hey y'all, hey, have a good time. No, 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 no. There was a curse that was sent out in the earth by disobedience. Now God said, Shalom. Where once was sent wrath and judgment from the knowledge of the tree of good and evil, now the tree of life is available. For those that receive my son Jesus, to receive the blood covenant, repent of their sins, receive the blood covenant, your name is written in the Lamb's book of life, believe in their heart, confess that Jesus is Lord. You are able to eat from the tree of life and drink from the living waters. So Yeshua is hearing from the heavens while he's in the womb. God is saying, I have now declared because of your birth, shalom to all mankind, goodness of God to man. No more wrath, no more judgment. The goodness, salvation of unity of love from the merciful Father was coming to us by the obedience of a daughter of God, of a shamed husband in the natural, to come have their baby in the lowest place of all places, not with the plot of man, not with the gratitude of the earth, but with outcast. Don't come here. Go to the barn if you're lucky. Let's read just a little more. And it came to pass, as the angels was gone away from the heavens, the shepherds said one to another, let us now go into Bethlehem and see this thing which come to pass, 
which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying, what was told of them concerning the child, all that they heard, it wondered at those things what they were told by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in their heart. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising Yahweh for all the things that they had heard and seen. And it was told unto them, this is about Yeshua. But it's also about your promise, your destiny, your purpose, your heart. What are you carrying today? That maybe you're being shunned or maybe you're being pushed off into the barn, but you're still carrying a promise. Maybe your leaders didn't accept you, but you're still carrying a promise. Maybe your family didn't accept you, but you're still carrying a promise. Maybe you didn't get the right education. Maybe you don't have the right background. Maybe you don't have the right money. Maybe you don't come from the right family, but you still are carrying the promise. Go with God and go into the bond of mystery and birth your child in the manger of love. And there, lo and behold, the angel shall come and say, Unto you this day is born a promise that comes out of the very loins of God, by the Son of God, Christ Yeshua, and to the sons of God, that's you, male or female, as was born with the precious price of the blood, that that promise can come forth in you. Well, once again, this is Sigima Bay. I love you so much. Don't forget to share this podcast around the world as well as like us, as well as join us or subscribe to us that the algorithm will let all the platforms know that people are listening and it'll spread this gospel throughout the world even more. Your promise is inside of you. I'm just releasing you to go birth it. Right now, it's not premature. Go birth it. Oh, we may be premature in the eyes of others that don't have the promise. Everyone around her was in the city preparing to do taxes and do all the legal stuff and all the reasons why the inn was filled. They were just going about their business. They saw Mary. They saw this woman riding on a mule or whatever she was riding on, a big old fat belly. They saw not one person had mercy and say, hey, Come out from the weather. Come on in. Hey, hey, go sit at seat in the lounge or in the dining room. No, go to the end. We don't see your promise. In life, very few people will see your promise. So you can't do your promise for no one but Yahweh. And he will confirm to you by the very angelic host of God. Well, apostle, I don't see angels like you, but he'll use other things like this podcast. He'll use other things like scriptures. He'll use other things that you're more familiar with until you get more familiar with heavenly angelic activity. Because heavenly angelic activity is ready for you. But till it manifests, God will show you many things that you can move in faith. So just like Mary, she said, I pondered these things in my heart. And I believe that I have brought forth the Son of God. 
ponder the gift of God, the purpose of God in your heart. Don't say I've missed it. Don't say I'm too old. Don't say I've aborted it. Don't say I've messed up too much. No, no, no. Repent of all that if you think you need to repent of something. And I don't mean repenting like poor, poor, pitiful me. I'm a sinner. I missed it. No. Repenting means I turn my eyes back to the face of God and I step back into my rightful place as a son, that's male or female, as a divine nature of God that came under the loins of God. And I recognize who I am in Christ Yeshua. I am the very carrier of the Son of God. I am the very carrier of the purpose of God. I am the very carrier of the gift of God that will change the world around me. And that first world starts with you. And get to know who you are in Christ Yeshua. And then the rest will follow. Well, once again, I love you so much. Hug someone today. It's Christmas time. And if you're one of those Scrooges, bug, humbug, just go hug someone because you love people and the Lord did. Give of yourself today. You know, in life, there's givers and takers. And I found out in every person, we have the ability to give and we have the ability to take. And it's easy for us to take because it's natural. Who, who, who don't like gifts? But I want to just encourage you today that you become a giver. You have to make a conscious, intentional thought pattern to do it. It doesn't always come natural. You have to say to yourself, today I'll be a giver of this. Today I'll be a giver of that. It doesn't come natural to most people. Very few people I've met in my life. Uh, Marguerite Ream, you know, she's like my second mom, the Annie of my family in church. She's a giver. She don't even have to think about it. She doesn't have to put out no effort. It just happens. But I don't know anyone else like her, though. I know many good people, and they are givers in their own extent. But I'm talking about really giving of your heart out of yourself to everyone around you as much as you can without wanting nothing in return and laying it down at the feet of Jesus. Let this be your gift today. I'll close with this. I was trying to close, but we watched the little drummer boy. I always watch the little drummer boy for Christmas, usually on Christmas Eve. It's my favorite cartoon. And y'all know the story. If you've seen the movie, the little drummer boy, uh, his lamb gets run over. It's dying. It's dead. And he goes to the king to ask to heal him. The king said, I'm only a mortal king. I can't heal him. But there's one who's here. This is Jesus in the manger, right? And so he sits there and he plays the song, the little drummer boy song. And he says, I have only one gift to give. That's myself. That's all God wants. You to give yourself to him. Give yourself to mankind. Give yourself to someone else. You know, I'm almost 60 years old now, and I don't know what it is. You get to be of this age and you start thinking, oh, God, what am I doing in this earth to make an effect? And I remember telling this to the Lord just the other day. I said, Father, I want to live my life giving of myself. Now, that don't mean I'm going to do it like Annie M. Or I'm going to do it like this apostle over here. No, I'm going to do it what's in my heart. Everyone's got a different gift. Don't try to be like anyone else. Be you. I'm not gifted to do what any of them can do. I'm not gifted to do with this other guy, but I'm gifted to do what I'm supposed to do. Be you. You don't have to be nobody else. So don't feel pressure like that, but be you. And I said, God, I want to give a piece of myself out every day to someone to minister to them, 
to touch their life, to exhort them or whatever God's telling me to do, whether it's bless them financially or with prayer or just with love or a positive word or something that's going to touch someone's life. My mama always say this, and I'll close this again. One more closing. Usually takes me five when I'm preaching, so y'all are only getting three. My mother always said this. It only takes a little extra effort to be above average. Anyone can be average. I want to leave that with you today in the kingdom of God. It only takes a little extra effort to be above average. And you are meant to be above average. Father, I thank you for these people. I bless their minds. Right now, come against every demonic principality and torment. They will try to aggravate or nag their mind or cause them to feel guilty or shameful or cause them to feel prideful or egotistical. But the shalom peace of God will cover their mind from their hurts, from the despair, even their victories, though they should have victories. But let it be into the glory of Christ. Cover their minds from their disappointments. I see disappointments being wiped away. Even if you're disappointed in yourself, I can tell you from the age I've gotten, I've had many times I've been disappointed in myself, but it's the grace of God. The grace, I guess you're going to get five closings. I got one more Holy Spirit saying. I said this the other day in a podcast, but I feel led to say it again. When you fall, you don't fall from grace. That's a lie of the church. You fall into grace. It is grace that sustains you when you're not being what you're supposed to be, wooing you back into the heart of the Father that you can become the greatest of what he called you to be. And I decree grace. Oh, I see the angel of the Lord of grace. I see an angel right now with a banner, a slash, sash, whatever you call it, banner wrapped around him that grace and says, my grace is sufficient. I am with you to the end of the earth. Hallelujah. Won't you just receive that for yourself? God, I receive it right now. It's like the sash on him is dipped in the blood of Yeshua and grace is being poured all over you. Ooh, just receive this right now. Wow, Merry Christmas. Hallelujah. God's pouring out gifts, healings right now in the name of Yeshua. I heal your mind, your body, your soul, your spirit. I feel such a stronghold in the enemy world. And Yahweh hardly ever has me to deal with this because when you walk in the heavens, the demonic realm doesn't walk in the heavens where we walk. But in the earthly realm, there's still demonic realm activity there because man's allowed it. And I take authority over that demonic realm activity of torment, of fear, of anxiety, of weaknesses, of addictions, of lust, of perversions, of aggravations, of trauma of pain right now, the shalom peace of God, the grace of God, the blood covenant of God sets you free right now in the name of Yeshua. Let it all be cast into the sea of forgetfulness. Remember it no more. Forgive and receive forgiveness that you are cleansed and you are free from this moment forth. The gift of God is inside of you because of Jesus Christ, Yeshua, our King. Well, once again, this is Sagima Bay. I love you. You are so beautiful. I'll see you tomorrow. Have a Merry Christmas. Shalom.